So we begin today the Gemara on Daf Lamed Beis Amid Aleph, towards the top of the Yomit, five lines from the top of the Yomit, where it says Dorash Rabbi Yehuda. So the mission here, because it was speaking about a person that made a neder, I should not have a no from somebody that had a brismila. So it brought many different tanoim that speak about the greatness of the mitzvah of brismila, and then it brought the story of Meishar Rabbeinu that on his way going to Mitzrayim, so he stopped in the hotel and for a moment he was being Isaac in the matters that he needed there in the hotel and he didn't make the bris for his son immediately and therefore his life was threatened. So the Gemara now brings another memory from Amnamayra about this. At that time when Moshe Rabbeinu was negligent of this mitzvah of this so these two malachim of, uh, that are called Afn Chema, which are actually names that the Gemara uses in another place for the Yetzahara, for the Satan. Ubaluhu. And they swallowed up his body. And all they left exposed was his feet, which is actually referring to the place, the Mokim Amila. So he understood, or his wife understood, that the reason for why this is happening is because he didn't fulfill the mitzvah of Briz for their son. Miyar immediately So his wife Tzipayre took her sharp rock and she made the bris for their son. And immediately, So these uh, malachim that came in the form of a snake that swallowed him alive, left go from him. At that time, So Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to completely get rid of Af and Chema, which basically means, as the Mepharshim here say, he wanted to get rid of the power of the Yet Sahara. Shouldn't come to ever attack or disturb a Yid again. Shanemar, as the Pasik says, the Abisha tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Heref me'af, va'zoif chema. Let go of af and let go of chema. So we see that he was grabbing hold of them. Ve'yashayimrim, <laughs> and there are those that say, Hargoi l'chema. That Moshe Rabbeinu actually managed to kill chema. Shanemar, as the Pasik says, Chema ainly. I don't have chema anymore. He's gone. Frakta gemara bat v'oksiv. In another Pasik it says, Ki yogarti mipnei afa chema that uh, I think this is also Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. He says, I was afraid of Af and Chema. So we see that Af and Chema both still exist. Says the Gemara, two answers. Either Tre Chema have. There are two different aspects of the Malachamoves, the Satan, that are called Chema. Gunda the Chema. When it says he is afraid of Chema, this refers not to Chema himself, but the army of Chema, which still existed. But according to this Gemara, you see over here, that some level of the Yitzhahara, Moshe Rabbeinu got rid of at that time. He killed Chema. Tanya, going back to the Milas of the Mitzvah of Mila. Rabbi, Yoyme Rabbi said, G'dayil Mila, Mila so great, She'en l'chamishin is asik b'mitzvahs, Kavram Avinu. There's nobody that was constantly busy fulfilling mitzvahs like Avram Avinu. V'leinikra Tomim, however, he wasn't referred to as Tomim, as being whole. Ela al-shem Mila, only once he did the Mitzvah of Mila. Shanema as-halach l'fanei v'hayei Tomim. And then the Pasuk says, when is he going to be Tomeh? When you'll fulfill this mitzvah of the bris, the covenant between a Yidin and Hashem. So the Rebbe points out in the Siche, we had this in the Mishnah as well. In the Mishnah it used a different Lashen. That when Avram Avinu fulfilled the mitzvah of Mila, then he was called Sholem. And here in the Gemara, in this Braise, it says the Lashen that he was called a Tomim. So the Rebbe says Sholem and Tomim don't mean exactly the same thing. Shalem means when a person is complete and he has not, nothing lacking. He's not, he has no blemish, nothing that's lacking. That's Shalem, person's complete. Tomim is more than just not lacking. Tomim is an extra level of tmimus, of wholeness, which comes from a higher level of connection to Hashem. 
For example, the Rebbe says you have it even when you get to a year, a full year. So there's what's called a full year, a Shona Shlema. And then you have, when you have an extra month to the year, so even without that extra month, it has the full 354 days of the year. But you add another month, that's called a Shona Tmima. That's an extra Tmimas. So according to what the Brais over here is saying is that when Avraham Avinu fulfilled the mitzvah of Mila, he didn't only come to the point of Sholem, that every Ever in his body was perfect, including the Ever of the Bris, but also Tomim. He got to a completely higher level of Tamimus. The Gemara continues. Dover Acher. Another Pshat. G'dayla Mila Sheshkula Keneged Kala Mitzvah Shebeteire. Mila is so great that it's equal to all other mitzvahs. Shenem, as the Pasuk says, Ki Alpi Hadvarim Ha'ela, which refers to all mitzvahs. And the Pasuk here continues to say, Karati Yitcha Bris Vest Yisrael. I make with you this covenant which refers to the mitzvah of Bris. Not for the mitzvah of Heaven and earth would not continue to exist. Shenem, as the pasuk says, not for the mitzvah of bris. So the pasuk continues, You would not have the nature of heaven and earth existing. And the Gemara says on this drasha, This the the daidarshans that it goes on bris argues with the way Rabbiyazah touched it because the Amr Rabbiyazah Rabbiyazah said Gedayla when it says in the pasuk here brisi doesn't refer to the mitzvah of uh, the bris mila but refers to the covenant between Yidin and Hashem regarding Taira in general Shemale Taira if not for Yidin that have the Taira and fulfill Taira Leniskaim Shemayim Vaaretz Shenemem Le Brisi Yoyimem Valayla Chukas Shemayim Vaaretz Le Samti so brisi according to his pshat refers to Taira in general and the Taira is what keeps the earth and the, and the heavens in existence. When the Ebesha says to Avram Avinu, Walk in front of me and then you'll be whole. So a, a, he, he trembled, he was afraid. Like, what does this mean? Does it mean, Is there something that's disgraceful about my behavior? And therefore the Ebesha is saying that you have to have a bris and then you'll be whole. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm lacking until this point. But When the Ebishter told him, I'm going to give you this mitzvah, so he cooled down, he calmed down, he realized that Ebishter is not saying that he was incomplete until this point. Like I said before, the way the Rebbe explains it, that Ebishter didn't say you're going to be shalim, Ebishter said you're going to be tomim. Tomim is higher than shalim. He was already complete before in his Avedis Hashem, perfect. But there's something that's beyond perfection. When you have a level of Tmimus connecting to the Ebishter on a much higher level, that's what the Ebishter gave him. Since we're speaking about Avram Avinu, so the Gemara here brings another few things regarding Avram Avinu. The Ebishter took him out. What does it, what does it mean the Ebishter took him out? Avram Avinu, that is, says, of the universe. I looked at my mazel, and what did I see? So ve'enli ella ben echad. I only have one child. Another gear over here on the side of the Gemara is he saw clearly ve'eni roi lahaylit that I can't give birth. Besides uh, Yishmal that he had, he can't give birth. Amaloi. So the Eibush tells him tzei mitztak nineshalcha. Leave your astrology because ein mazal Yisrael. Don't base your future on the mazalis that you see because the yid has no mazal. Or the way it's taught in Chassidus sometimes ayin mazal Yisrael. The, tr- the source of the mazal of Yid comes from a much higher place, from a level of ayin, ayin that is beyond our comprehension, not anything that you can see and understand. 
A person that completely and wholly gives himself over to Hashem, that's one shot, or others say, Masmim means sincerely, with sincerity, without thinking too much, <coughs> gives himself completely away to Hashem. The Abishu will dedicate himself to you. Shanem, as the Pasik says, a person that's pious, the Abishu will, will do chesed to him. If you are Tomim, you give yourself away, dedicate yourself completely to Hashem, the Abishu will be dedicated to provide for you. Person that dedicates himself completely to Hashem, the time will stand for him, which means the opportunity, the time to be that Ram says, to, to, to come to greatness will be available for him. Shanem, as we see by Avram Avinu, Hashem says, walk in front of me and be complete. He became a Tomim, completely dedicated to the Abishter. And then the Pasik says that Abishter tells Avram Avinu, you will become a leader, a father for all the nations of the world. A person that's menachesh, meaning a person that does the, all these kinds of things, is like sorcery or other things that tell you the future. What happens? He's actually going to suffer from this sorcery itself. It's going to come and affect him. Shanem, as the Pasik says, Kiloi Nachash Biyakov. So the Gemara here is dashing, Loi means to you. The, the Nachash will affect you. But how could you dash that from this Pasik? Well, it says Loi Nachash, that there will not be, there is no Nachash that will affect the Yid, regardless, even if the Yid is involved in these things. But the Gemara says, you're right, we can't dash from the Pasik. But this is Midakanagan Midah. If you're involved in these things and trying to figure out the future, so then those kinds of Kaychis of Tumah, Impurity will come and affect you. But if you just walk in the pathway with the Abishu, like it says, Tomim, Tiem, Kecha, without using any of these things, so then it will not affect you. Tani Ava Berei, the Rabzeda, Ava, the son of Rabzeda, taught as follows. Kol Adam She'enim Menachish, a yid that doesn't try to use any of these Kaychis that are impure, Machnis Naisai, Bimechitze, he'll be able to enter. Even into this place, even Malachim can't enter into such a level. As the Pasuk says, the Nachash and the Kesem, various different Kaychas of Tumah, it does not exist amongst Eden. And then what does the Pasuk over there say afterwards? That the Eden go to, second, the Lashon of the continuation of the Pasuk is, the Malachim come and ask the Eden, what's the Abish doing now? Meaning, the Eden come to a place where the Malachim can't even be there. Why was Avram Avinu punished when the Bon of and his children, his descendants, went down and had to be subjugated and work hard in Mitzrayim and Golos, Masayim, the 210 years? So the Gemara here brings a few reasons for this. One is, So one reason is because he took Tamid Chachamim and he drafted them into the army, meaning to come and fight the war with him. Shanem, as the Pasuk says, that he gave the weapons to those that he was, uh, the ones that were with him, the ones that were living in his home. In other words, those Tamid Chachamim that were living with him, he took them in the <coughs> war that he went to fight those four kings that captured light, so he conscripted them, he brought, he drafted them into the army to fight with him. Shmuel Shmuel says the reason is because he, he was thinking, when the Ebesha came and promised him that he's going to give him the land, so he came and was thinking, is this true? Is the Ebesha going to give this to me? And he asked the Ebesha for a sign. As the Pasuk says, Give me a sign. How will I know that I will actually inherit this land? 
Rabbi Yechenon Amar Rabbi Yechenon says Shehifrish b'nei Adam milihikanes tachas kamfei Ashkenon. There was one time that he did not he separated people and he didn't give them the opportunity to come under the wings of the Shekhinah. When was that? Shneimar when he was speaking to the king of Zdaim and he asked him, "What do you want?" And he said to Avram Avinu, nefesh, give me back all the people that you captured. The possessions, the money that you captured, that you can keep." And Avram Avinu didn't respond. He didn't. He should have t- said, "No, I want these people to come with me to, to be mekar of them, to bring them under the wings of the Shekhinah." Of course, we can't understand these things in a simple level. We're talking about Avram Avinu. So when we speak about these things, it's uh, completely beyond our understanding of what he this means. <laughs> no, the Melech Zdaim said that, and Avram Avinu agreed. He didn't say, "No, give me back the nefesh." So it says, Vayarek. What does the word Vayarek mean? So Vayarek simply means that he uh, gave them weapons to fight. But the Gemariya Darshans, Rav It means he encouraged them to fight with the Kayach of the Taira. That's how he brought them to fight with him, with the, the, the kings that he was fighting. Shmuel, Amashmuel says, Shehirikam Bezav. He emptied he opened up all of his treasures of gold and silver, and he gave them everything to come and fight with him. Shmaina Asar, Ushloy Shmeyas, so how, how many came to fight with him? 318, the Pasik says. Amar Abami Barabe, Eliezer, Keneged Kulam. Eliezer, the servant of Rabbi Avramavinu, he is mm-hmm. as strong as all of them. Ekidamri, mm-hmm. there are others that say, Eliezer, who? Actually, when the Pasik says 318, there weren't 318. It was only Eliezer. Mm-hmm. Eliezer, the name Eliezer, the word, is the same gematria as 318. So it was really just Avram and Eliezer that went to fight all these mighty kings. And Eliezer, who the hochi have This is the gematria. Avram Avinu came to recognize the Abishta when he was three years old. Of? Correct. And Hanami, it says he only took Eliezer. So Avram Avinu was three years old when he recognized this creator. Shanema, as the Pasik says, Ekev Asheshama Avram Bekaili. So the simple pshat is Ekev because, because Avram Avinu listened to my voice. But we dash in the word Ekev, Chushbenei, the gematria of Ekev is Meya Veshivin Vitrain. 172, that's the years that Avram Avinu served Hashem. Which means that for three years Avram Avinu did not recognize the Eibishter. So two things about this Gemara. First of all, the Rebbe always brings the Pshat that it says in Chassidus that it doesn't only mean that in the time of his life he served Hashem, but it also means in the entire Kachis of his body. Ekev means that he served the Ebishter down to the Piata, down to the heel of his body. Every aspect of his being was fully dedicated to the Ebishter. Another point is, the Rebbe asks on this Gemara, how could it say Ekev Ashashama, which means that with three years left out of his life, if we know that it says, Avram Avinu said, Avram Zakim Baba Yomim. Baba Yomim means all of the days of his life were full. From the first moment that he was created, not just from three years old. Elamai, the Rebbe says the answer is because the first three years of his life, Avram Avinu was thinking and thinking and preparing and trying to figure out who the Ebishter is. He came to the understanding when he was three years old. So, but all those years that he was thinking is also included in his Avedis Hashem. And the Rebbe says it's just like Chinuch, just like every person from the age, in the ages when he's before Bar Mitzvah and he's Chinuch and he's learning, he's preparing. So that's also part of a Yitz Avedis Hashem. So really, Avraham Avinu served Eibusher from the first moment of his life. That is Hasatan, the word Hasatan, with a hey in the beginning. So the gematria of this is Tlasmei Veshitin Varba, three hundred and sixty-four. 
What's the significance of this? The Gemara does not explain, but the Rishayim here bring that this means that 364 days of the year, the Satan could come and disturb a year. One day, Yom Kippur, the Satan has nothing to say, he can't come and disturb a year. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though that it says that it's the gematria of Ha Satan, not just the word Satan, but Ha Satan, because in Psukim, in different places, it says Ha Satan, that's the gematria. Pasik refers to Avram Avinu as Avram. That was his name in the beginning. And then his name changed to Avraham. What's the significance of the name change? In the beginning, he was a, he was a king. He had control over 243 of his limbs. And then afterwards, Abisha gave him control. He was a king over all 248 limbs of his body. And Eloheng, what did Abishta add? Shteya Nayim, the two eyes, Shteya's Nayim, the two ears, Vereisha Gvia, and the, the Aver of the Bris Mila, he also had control over this. So the Rishayim of explained it. Anovir explains that in the beginning he was able to have control over all those limbs of his body, which a person can naturally have control over. But the eyes, the ears, those are things that a person walks out and he sees things and he hears things. It's not even in control of the person. You get exposed to things that you're not even interested in. So Avram Avinu, the Eivishter, gave him the power that even things after he served the Eivishter with such Mesiris Nefesh, the Eivishter gave him the power beyond nature that his eyes should not see what it's not supposed to, his ears should not hear what it's not supposed to. I think there's a, there's a story with the Rebbe Rashab. He was once uh, in a room saying a mimer and next door there was someone that was talking and, and disturbing him and he took away his kaya hashmir that he shouldn't hear from that ear. And then later he, he didn't realize what happened and he couldn't hear and he had to get back the kaya hashmir that he took away because he didn't want to get disturbed from somebody. A tzaddik has control over his senses even things that you think that a human being can say is beyond his control but the Ebesha gave him to be a king over all of his evarim. Omar Omi Barab there's a Pasik in Kehelis that says, and here this is the source of the famous Indian when you get to the body of a person. Ir Ketana. It's just a small, very small city. And there's men over there. The Pasik continues. There's a few people there. Okay, the Gemara here is going to quote the continuation of the Pasik, as we'll see. See, Ir Ketana. What is this small city that the Pasik is speaking about? Zeaguf. This is the body of a person. Al Rebbe quotes this in Tani Perik Tes. The body of the person is the small city where the battle is, is happening in. And there's men in it. Who, who are the few people that are in this city? These, this refers to the limbs of the person's body. All the different functions a person has. And then the passage there continues. A great king comes. Places siege on the city. Who is this? This is the Yitzhahara that comes and wants to conquer the body. wants to conquer the city. And he builds all kinds of to trap and to capture the city. So what is this? Elu Avoinus. This is this king, the Yitzhahara, that comes and tries to persuade a person to sin. And then he'll capture the city. Enters into the city and he finds this poor but wise person. Who is this? This is the Yitzhahara that's there in the city. And he's able to save the entire city of the Yitzhahara that seems to be very mighty. But this one individual with his Chachme is able to save is the whole city. And what is the Chachme? Zuchuve o Maisim Toivim. Chachme refers to the Yid doing Chuve and Maisim Toivim, and this is able to save and conquer the whole city. And Vadam Loizacha, then the Pasuk there continues and says, Vadam Loizacha Rese Isha Miskenahu. Nobody remembers this 
poor individual. When, when is it that nobody remembers this poor individual? The Bishas, the Yitzhahara, when the Yitzhahara comes and tries to, to, is active and tries to persuade a person to do an Aveda, les the Mitkelele Yitzhahara. He doesn't remember the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara comes and attacks a person in such a way, it's like it's like the Altarev explains in Tanya, once the Ruach Shtos overcomes a person, he makes you lose your mind and you forget about the Yitzhahara that you have. You just have to stop a moment and remember that you have a Yitzhahara and then you'll realize that the Yitzhahara is nothing. Okay, here the Gemara brings this, and the, the, this, the Gemara talks about the Yitzhahara, but of course the Altareb in Tanya explains this entire Indian and says that there's really two nefoshas. It's not just two Yitzrim, it's not just two inclinations in the heart of a person, but two entire personalities, two entire li- lives that, that, that exist, in, exist in a person's heart that are constantly fighting over the control, over the goof of the Yit. Pasik says, Hachachma to'oiz l'chacham. Chachma of a person gives strength to the wise, ma'asara shalitim, more than the ten rulers. Who are these ten rulers? Hachachma to'oiz l'chacham, z'chuva ma'isim to'ivim. Chachma refers to chuva ma'isim to'ivim. Again, you see here, when the Gemara, Gemara teaches, whenever it says in the Pasik, Chachma, don't think it just refers to wisdom. Wisdom alone is insufficient. Chachma means that you put your wisdom into practice. Chuva ma'isim to'ivim. And this is better, may Asara Shalitim. What does Asara Shalitim refer to? So the Bachir adds, Eluhain, they are as follows. Shtei Einayim, the two eyes, Shtei Aznayim, the two ears, Shtei Adayim, the two hands, Shtei Raglayim, the two feet, Veroisha Gvia, and the Aver of the Bris, Upeh, and the mouth of a person. Right? So if a person uses his Chachmah properly, and for Tshuva Maisim Toivim, this is more powerful than all the other basic functions of a person. Amr Abschar, Mishum Rabbi Shmol. The Ebesha wanted that the Kainim, Kohone, should come from shame. Instead of Avram Avinu being the first of the Ovis and Kohone will come from him, the Ebesha wanted that shame, he should be the one that Kohone should come from him. Shanema, the Pasik says, that the shame was a Kain, and he would be the first of the Kainim. What happened? When he was speaking to Avram Avinu, he benched Avram Avinu before he benched the Ebesha. So he lost this, this merit, and the Kayanim come from Avram Avinu. Shanam, as the Pasik says, Shame benched Avram. He said, Barach Avram, the Kaylalian, Kainishmaim Varat. Avram should be blessed. And then he said, Barach Kaylalian, and the Abishra is blessed. Amalei Avram, so Avram says to Shame, Vichim Magdimin, Birchas Eved, Labirchas Kainai. Do you first bless the, ma- the servant before you bless the master? Yad nitna Avram. Immediately, the kohuna was given to Avram Avinu. Shanema, as we learn out from the pasuk that it says in Tilim, Noom Hashem la Adoni Shev liyemini ad Oshes Oivecha Adoim liraglecha. Eibusha says to his master that I will put all your enemies to be like a footstool to you. This is when Avram Avinu there was fighting with all the kings. Ubasreik siv, and then it says Nishba Hashem v'lo yenachem. Hashem swore, and he will not. Change this, that that you from Avram Avinu, he will be a Kayin and from him will come Kohona forever. Al Divrasi Malki Tzedek. What does Divrasi Malki Tzedek mean? That this all happened because Al Diburai Shamalki Tzedek. Because of the words that Malki Tzedek said, which Malki Tzedek refers to Shane, that he benched Avram before he benched Hashem. And the Hainu and this is what the Pasik here says that we quoted before, and he was a Kayin for the Ebishter. So the Pasik is emphasizing who Kayin. 
He himself was a Kayin, but Ve'ein Zare Kayin. His descendants did not merit to be a Kayin, but the, the beginning of the Kohone starts from Avram Avinu, and not from Shem, because of the, what Gemara explained before. Hadron, Allah, Harbon, Adarem. This is the conclusion of the third Patek of Masechet Adarem. You're, you're